You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from the state of Virginia. Whether you're a summer beach lounger, a full mountain hiker, a poolside wine sipper, or a rooftop oyster slurper, Virginia's got something for every type of lover. Even a podcast called This. Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Where the lovers at? Where yeah. are, where where are throw, they at? Throw your hands up if now, you're if you're a lover. We wanted we wanted to let everybody know who's listening that all of those words, every single last word that I said, are straight from the Virginia. <laughs> uh, tourist bureau website virginia yeah, is for lovers.org slash state motto <laughs> i was like what's a good what's a good virginia opening i bet i bet somebody's already been paid to work on this uh so yeah visit virginia virginia is for everyone um, welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to yet another episode of Interdimensional RSS. My name is Travis. That, of course, is Brandon. Yes. We're so happy to be here. So, so excited to be with you for another week. Finally, getting into our flow, getting into our normal rotation where we where we have to stay up late on a Sunday night to watch the episode and then scramble to find time in our busy Monday schedule to potentially rewatch or, or or at least recall moments from the episode as we scrape together an outline and bring to you a show <laughs> that we like to call Interdimensional RSS. Uh, so happy to be here. Uh, if you are new here, you just found us this season, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. Whether you're watching online uh, over on youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm or whether you've downloaded this podcast on your podcatcher of choice, if you want to follow us all over the social internet, you can follow us on X uh, over at Rick and Morty Pod, yeah, Facebook.com yeah, slash Rick and Morty Podcast. We're on Instagram, Rick and Morty Pod or Rick and Morty Podcast, dealer's choice there. Hey. Uh, if you have some wild theories, some ideas about what might happen in season seven, send us an email, Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com or uh, join thousands others. Out on the subreddits, you can go to rickandmorty.reddit.com. Don't forget, you can get uh, the cold opens two days early uh, only at rickandmorty.reddit.com. Uh, you can visit our subreddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com. It's not it's not quite as awesome, but I mean, you can go. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You can share your thoughts there as well. We, ha we haven't been there in years. So yeah, no, I let us know how I it think is. I get I think I get mod emails occasionally. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, our website, rickandmortypod.com. As I mentioned, we're on YouTube. You can like and subscribe over there. But a big thanks to all the patrons over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm who continue to support this show as well as all of our other podcasts. That's it. That's that's all the intro stuff. Mm -hmm. Brandon, mm -hmm. you're here. I am. You're ready. You're fired up. <laughs> yeah. I have done 90% of the talking. Yep. How the heck are you doing, sir? I am I'm I'm doing I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. I'm I'm really, really excited. I'm sold. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel like you are sold in how excited <laughs> I am. I feel like I didn't if anything, I didn't sell it nearly enough. I think you got it at a discount. I think you got my excitement. Yeah. That's right. Far Those less end of than... year clearance sales. 
I'm enthusiasm. It, it's Veterans Day on Brandon Excitement Sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, which is next week, by the way. If you, if you're a, if you're a U.S. Yeah. based uh, listener, shout out, shout out to all the veterans, whoever you may be. Yeah, so, yeah. Please uh, make sure you go out yeah. to uh, Cracker Barrel uh, for for their discount. I mean, there's a whole list of restaurants that you can get discounts at. You can probably Applebee's. By the way, Applebee's right now has like Dollarita days. Dollarita. It's back. It's back. Not a sponsor. It's back. Uh the other but day Applebee's hit us up. Nobody <laughs> nobody else wants to sponsor this no. show. Maybe Applebee's you yeah. know could we could we could sling Dollarita. I didn't I podcast. didn't I didn't know Dollarita was was happening, Travis, the other day. And and my coworkers are like, hey Brandon, you you want to go to lunch with us? I was like Oh, they're asking me to go to lunch. That that's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll go to lunch with you. Where, where are you guys going? Applebee's. And I and I and I, laughed. I suddenly remembered I have anything else to do. <laughs> I laughed at them, and then I was like, no, I shouldn't laugh at them. I should. They offered. They they invited me. I should go. And so uh, I I went separate from them. They they walked there. I I ended up driving there a couple minutes later. And then I walked in the door and there's a big sticker on it. It says Dollaritas are back. I was like, oh, that's why. Now we're 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 eating, we're eating lunch. Lunch is okay. Dollaritas, very syrupy, right? They're dollars. You know, there's probably no alcohol in it, probably like an eyedropper full of of, of alcohol. And uh the <laughs> the the I ended up paying for everybody at the table. So there's like four other four other people. And I was like, they're, they're dollar margaritas. Of course I'll pay for them. It's like, this is the, this is, if there's a time for me to pay for everybody, this is going <laughs> to be it. And they're like, if I knew that you were going to pay for this, we would have taken you somewhere else. And I said, it wasn't my decision to go to Applebee's. It was your decision. <laughs> you wasted it. Uh, anyways. And the, the waitress is right. Like, like two, two, <laughs> two tables down. And she heard me and I feel kind of bad about that. But also you work at Applebee's. I mean, you know, you're not like working you work at, like at Applebee's, a, you know, you're not like you know. working at like a like a TJ steakhouse. I don't even know that's a place, but it sounds nice. Yeah. OK, yeah. it's not not like a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, they tip great at little bits. Don't let the name. Yeah. You know, throw you off. They tip big. Ah. Speaking of little bits, I think it's time for us to get into our very first segment, which we lovingly refer to as semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. Yeah, let's let's get into this, Travis. Semi-pertinent news this week. Uh, this is I think this is a big thing. This is a big piece of news right now. You wrote it here in you you wrote it here in the show notes. That's right. Uh, there's a new show coming out uh, by Dan Guterman. Uh, it's called Carol and the End of the World. It's premiering over on Netflix with 10 episodes on December 15th. Uh, Dan Guterman, as you may or may not know, uh, was a, uh, a writer on Rick and Morty for three three of the seven seasons that we're now in. Yeah. And uh, so, so go ahead and check that out. Just throwing that out there. It was announced by Deadline Hollywood on the 26th of October. But yeah, Dan Gooderman, new series, limited edition over on Netflix, December 15th. Netflix. Netflix. All episodes streaming on one day, or do you gotta wait? Well, it doesn't it doesn't say that we have to wait. So I'm assuming it's all no it's telling. all bing bang boom. Binge it. They're mix they're mixing up the algorithm over there on the that, Netflix. That's right. Saying. That's right. Um but uh, I, but <laughs> I don't but let's not let's not linger on that because we have oh, no. even bigger news. 
possibly the biggest Bigger uh, and least pertinent news of the all. The Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. <laughs> you don't skip the actual news. <laughs> okay. uh, if you are a fan of Adult Swim, if you grew up watching Adult Swim, then I'm sure you know about this series. This is really one of Adult Swim's original animated series. Aqua Teen Hunger Force is back uh, with a brand new season. It's premiering Sunday, November 26th at 1130. And uh, yeah, the the classic crew, they're all back. You got Master Shake, Frylock, Meatwad, all, all the greats. Uh, they're, they're coming back for this new season. 15 minute episodes as you're used to. Uh, only only five new episodes. But I mean, hey. It's better than better than a French fry in your eye. Am I right? You're huh? you're not you're not wrong. In fact, you're right. I'm, I'm as right as I ever was. Um, but anyway, yeah. So <laughs> if you love Aqua Teen, uh, yeah, and Carl, uh, then uh, yeah, go check out a uh, new season this starting might, November twenty. This might be my chance, Travis, to to jump into Aqua Teen. Hunger Force, right? Uh, as uh, as it as it comes back. You never watched Aqua Teen, Aqua Teens back in the day. Uh, I I try up late. I tried on, to on the weekend. I tried to. It's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh, uh, <laughs> the oh shoot, uh, the Tim and Eric. You know, it's awesome. With, with <laughs> yeah, awesome show, great job. Like where it's like you if you if you don't jump on it at the right time, you you don't really know what's going on and you don't get the humor. And I think that's the ATHF kind of sits with me where like I didn't jump into That's it at fair. the right time. Same thing with like a uh, C lab 2020 where like it, it, it just, it just didn't hit at the right time. I wasn't there. And so this might be a good time for me to like jump in and be like, okay, let's maybe, maybe, or just start from the beginning, uh, jump on max where you can probably stream all of the previous content. Yeah. Um, I maybe. can't confirm that, but maybe. maybe it's there. Maybe that's right. Most maybe. of the other, other adult swim stuff is there. Um, so now, now I'm going to, I'm going to take a step, I'm going to take it a step back, Travis, and I'm going to talk about other semi-pertinent news that is not the Dan Harm social media minute, but is in fact a different show that has, that has come out. It is Loki season two, which was, uh, the, uh, which, which was brought to TV. The first season was by Michael Waldron, who was working on Rick and Morty whole multiverse type of stuff, you know, uh, loveness as well. Uh, he, he wasn't having anything to do with Loki. Loki he's a quantum mania, but Loki season two is out there. Michael Waldron. Um, I think he's probably moved on, but anyways, yeah. That, critics are calling it the most confusing show on television. Are you the critic that is saying that? Yeah, I'm the critics. <laughs> me and me and the guy I talked to at work <laughs> and me, as we talked about this morning, like, what is that? I, did I miss something? I feel like I missed something. You know what's happening? Here, here's here's my uh, synopsis. Here's here's my hot take on Loki season two. I like it. I do, but I feel like whoever is editing the previously on Loki, who whoever's doing those is capturing the wrong information. <laughs> like like if I'm three episodes in and I don't remember who Renslayer is, like you. You gotta, you gotta give me some of those tidbits. I, and maybe, maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's my fault for not binge watching all of season one immediately before starting season two. Maybe that's on me. Well, so I'll, I, I, this is a Rick and Morty podcast. But since we talked about semi pertinent news, the Renslayer, okay, 
but like the one Brad guy, I was like, who? But I, I, I think that I think that's true, right? Uh, like Supernatural, a lot of these other shows that are like previously on it, it gives you basically a spoiler for what that episode is about and who you're going to experience and, and who you're going to find and, and what kind of what the theme of the episode is. And so I tend to try to skip those because I don't want to know what happened previously. I don't want them to, sure. to lead me up to it. I want to, I want to know what the story is. And, uh, well that shot me in the foot for Loki season two, episode two. Cause I had no idea who <laughs> some of these people were anyways. Okay. Anyways, getting away from that, let's talk about the actual Travis Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan Harmon's on the internet. It's Dan Harmon social media minute. Mm -hmm. Uh, this, this is a, the only thing he's posted, uh, since our last recording, of course, at Dan Harmon over on Instagram. Uh, this was posted uh, four days ago as of this recording. So that would have been the 26th. And it's a movie clip. Uh, it's, it's very short. And there is no caption. Uh, I believe this is from the film The Aviator. Okay. Um, and it's a mother speaking to their son saying you are not safe and then a plane engine roars and there's like a guy with like a chalkboard <laughs> i don't understand this post at all i have not seen the film i don't understand what's going on personally in dan Harmon's life <laughs> i don't know if there's some internet meme that's happening but this is the only thing he's posted so that is why it's being featured. That the is Dan what Harmon you social media. Get. I don't. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it, Dan. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. My so my brother got married and we went to a bachelor party and we went to karaoke and uh, somebody was gonna sing "Creep" by Radiohead and when when the when the when the young woman got up to sing "Creep" by Radiohead, it was like right, and it goes through the thing. And then she starts singing and we're like, and my, me and my older brother are like, okay, all right, we're, they're going to do Creep. And that's my younger brother's actual karaoke song, right? So I was like, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, and then it goes, in, it goes into the verse. Somebody once told me the world is gone. And, and she sings, she sings All Star, um, the, the, entire, the entire song. And the crowd roared. They loved it. My older brother was so pissed off. He didn't get it. Me and my other brother were cracking up. And so <laughs> on the way to on the way to Brett's wedding, he and I were putting random songs on and singing, like starting it up and be like, somebody wants to. <laughs> and my and uh, Tim was was mad. So anyways, uh, that's that whole story. That's Welcome great. to the end. Thank the you. And that's your Dan Harmon social media minute. <laughs> uh, if you find something better that Dan Harmon has posted, uh, please let us know. Uh, that is it for semi-pertinent news. Thank you for, for listening to that. Uh, if there is some sort of news related to Rick and Morty, Adult Swim, or any of the creative teams that makes the show possible, uh, share it with us. Let us know. Send us an email, things like that. Uh, when we come back, we will be analyzing the brand new episode, Season 7, Episode 3, uh, Air Force Wong, right after these messages.
thank you for listening to those messages. Assuming you had them. If you don't, well, fortune is on your side. Hopefully, I guess. hopefully they were border patrol messages because that's really what our listeners are really keen to to hear about. Yeah, we're we're getting way more uh, cognizant about who, <laughs> what types of ads we're getting, or or not. Maybe you know. Political seasons right around the corner. Border Patrol <laughs> and casinos. Those are those are our main kind of. Yeah, those are our investors. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's talk about a state with, you know, no need for politics, uh, in a segment that we like to call the main thing. The main 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 thing 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 main 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 thing 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 main 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 thing. Oh, main, 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 main thing. It's the main, 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 main thing, 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 main thing. Hey, you faded out there. I faded out. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the main thing, everybody. Uh, we are we are talking yet again about an episode brand new from season seven. Uh, of course, we're talking about Air Force Wong. Woo! The air date of this episode, <laughs> uh, October twenty ninth. Air date 2023. Air Force Wong. I get it. You, you, you tied them together. That's yep. really great. Yep. Air. Air power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, written by Alex Rubens, directed by friend of the podcast, Jacob Hare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eventually we'll get him on here to talk to us about things. I do. I do. I do want to mention two things about uh, Alex Rubens and, and Jacob Hare. Um, th- so this is what I'm trying to do over at the, the subreddit. Uh, one of the things that we did, we, we talked about this before where Adult Swim is is giving us the cold opens early so we can go ahead and yeah. put those out there on Friday before anybody else. So uh, go to the Rick and Morty subreddit to see that every Friday. Uh, but one of the things I'm trying to do is also kind of guide the conversation also by kind of highlighting the director, the writers, uh, to show like what they've worked on and maybe give you kind of hints about like maybe what the theme or or, or maybe the style of the episode will be. Uh, so yeah. in this case, like J- Jacob Hare, this is his 10th episode of the entire series. Uh, he won an Emmy for Vat of Acid. He's nominated for Night Family. Uh, and we don't know if he'll add this one to his Emmy list, but uh, it, it is there. He's he's done, a, he's done a bunch. This is the fourth episode for Alex Rubens. None of them uh, Emmy, Emmy nominated. But not the point. Not the point. Uh, it's still it's still his fourth. So give it time. Give it yeah. time. Yeah. The, the, so yeah. that that's just to kind of um, uh, point out some of these folks have been on the show a while. I kind of want to keep doing that just so you 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 recognize the names and they get the the creative credit that they uh, deserve. So, anyways, okay. Ab- absolutely. Back, back Pronopsis you, on this one. Virginia's for lovers, bruh. <laughs> Our synopsis is approval ratings only matter if you learn to love yourself. Right, ain't that the truth? That's right, ain't that the tell, fucking? Tell truth? me about it. Tell me. Uh, quite a, quite an episode. Um, again, like I mentioned earlier, back to our normal rhythm. We didn't watch these episodes early. Watch them as they aired. Uh, the the screener well hath run dry, uh, as it were. So so got got a chance to watch it last night. Marinate on it a little bit. Think about it this morning. And I feel I feel like there are definitely some 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 core themes that jump out in this episode. Um, the the idea of of therapy being a big one, which I I think we 
we gathered, we we had a feeling about uh, from the time that we saw the title of this episode, Air Force Wong, obviously Dr. Wong, being the family's therapist, really Rick's therapist now, we, we knew therapy was probably going to factor in somehow in this episode. Uh, but they really, they really leaned into it. I feel like, like they really got after a lot of ideas about therapy and about just sort of mental health and, and, and Rick's development as a character. Um, arguably a kind of a heavy episode at times. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. No, and that no is, notes. that is our episode for, <laughs> for, um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to discern where I want to go when we're discussing all the, all of this stuff. Um, so, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to like what our prediction was for this. I think this is for the most part and time will tell this is the episode where like in our predictions, we're like, we're pretty so far. We're, we're fairly spot on. Like maybe in like the history of the show of us, like predicting yeah. episodes, like this is the one that we, we knew like what was, what was going to happen. What, what did we say outside of we, we, did we call the dome over <laughs> no Virginia? We, we know we, we, well, we talked, we, we talked about Virginia. So we knew about like politics, right? Uh, we, uh, we also talked about the president. We also being air force one. So that's the president. Yeah. We talked yeah. about Wong. So we knew that the, we knew that she was going to be in it. We also predicted that there was going to be some kind of romance between the two of them. We also, I, I'm pretty sure if we didn't say it out loud, we predicted that like there might be some static there with the president hooking up with Dr. Wong and then Rick having a problem with that because she was his therapist. Yeah. Um, so from, from that aspect, I think we were, we were pretty, we, we had the initial concept out. Yeah. Well, and we predicted that unity would show up. So yeah, that, no, go back, yeah. go back and listen totally. to all of go our back content. And listen to our season seven speculation. Spectacular. Download it seven times. <laughs> and uh please get us that no um so that so that I, that's what i was going to say was the thing that wasn't something we predicted we we um we saw in some like those early previews that there was going to be some some kind of like alien thing because we saw the president and dr wong like trying to get on the helicopter right so we knew yeah. there we knew there was going to be something like that but uh, but I don't think any of us predicted that it was necessarily going to be unity. Maybe someone on no. Reddit did, but that I mean, and that was that was a, that was a huge reveal. It turned out to be, I mean, really central to the episode. And I think, you know, in, in an episode where I'm assuming the writers wanted to take time to deliberately look at Rick and how he's developed as a person, you know, on a on a just character growth level, his personal growth bringing back arguably the most important love interest that Rick has had in the series minus Diane, right? Like I th I think this is a good time to bring unity back and explore some of those ideas again. Um a lot of evidence throughout this episode showing how Rick has grown as a person. Yeah. Um as well as highlight some areas where I think he he still needs a lot of work. Um, but but like 
it's opening the episode with Rick in therapy, right? Like the entire conceit of the Pickle Rick episode, which everybody loves Pickle Rick and thinks about Pickle Rick, but like that was the first therapy episode. Yeah. He turned himself into a pickle to get out of therapy. <laughs> and yes, maybe he uses a uh, a hologram so that he can find his his chips behind the couch, but like he's in therapy now. Like he's going, he's he's reluctantly engaged but is is willing to work on himself and and get better. He he identifies Dr. Wong as his therapist, right? Like yeah. and um as as the episode goes on, Dr. Wong is able to kind of step in and and speak to the growth as slow as it may be <laughs> that Rick has sort of progressed in which um I didn't realize this until I went back and watched uh, episode 203, the autoerotic assimilation, the original appearance of unity. That him not being able to change is written out in the notes that she leaves for Rick when she leaves the planet. She says, like, I've realized you can't change. And I like that's one of the reasons that she can't be with him. So so to revisit that with Unity and and use her as a character them as a character yeah to to show how Rick has changed I think is really interesting and and wasn't something that I appreciated initially when I was watching this episode. Yeah, in 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 your notes of uh your notes uh Dr. Wong's notes about him changing slowly we see that even throughout like the the cold open of the episode things like him him getting pissed off about the Scientology thing and then being like you know what worship how you want <laughs> right mm-hmm. even 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 that small admission a little a little bit later when him and summer go at it and they're arguing <laughs> like summer's just asking him like uh, you know she's she's asked she wants to find out how he's doing and he's kind of like lashing out at her for for asking yeah. Uh, and then yeah. she walks, so she slams the door, like, how's this for boundaries? And then like under his breath, it's like, sorry, that's not something, that's not something we've, we've heard, we've heard from Rick. <laughs> and then later, yeah, that's not her, season one, Rick. No, that's not, that's not yeah. And then, uh, you know, not. later she's like, you didn't mean to say sorry. He's like, I said, sorry. I'm like, I didn't hear it. I'm like quietly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, like there, there are those, there are those moments of, of, reflecting and we said this throughout the last couple seasons where there are like these little hints of him shifting him him finding these little nooks of realization or appreciation for his family for jerry for his daughter for his grandson and granddaughter uh for for friends right said early on with like the old man in the seat with like we're assholes to the people that like like we're like sometimes we're assholes to our friends e- e- even, but like that doesn't mean they're not our friends or just like, that's just how we, that's how we show that we care. We're negging them. You know? Well, yeah. And I think there's, there's something to be said for like being comfortable with people and being real with people. Like sometimes you can be the most harsh with the people you care most about because you're the most comfortable with them. Like you're, you're, you're willing to let down some some guards, some walls, some barriers with people that you're comfortable with 
unfortunately, sometimes that can be hurtful, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I, I kind of, you know, I think that's going to go. I here's what here's what I here's what I think about this therapy, right? Because <laughs> therapy is like our main bullet for this entire episode. Uh, there's yeah. there's like a smaller one with love, but you know it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's really Virginia. It's for, for love for lovers. Self love even it goes into that. But um, the the second part of that is going into like the president and uh, the president. We we've seen the president for many a season, and every episode he's gotten worse and more, <laughs> like the antithesis of Rick and trying to get approval for people, uh, and this this episode culminates in that like making the subtext very overt with which is like he needs his ego needs massaging he needs that approval and it like hits you on the face with it saying the 100% approval rating like no <laughs> this is the internet no, mm -hmm. no nothing is 100% approval it makes it very apparent that the president uh is he he needs he needs that he needs that approval and he places all of his value in the opinions of others. Um, so so I'll, I'll I'll pass it over to you, Travis, for your thoughts. Well, I I just I I think that, like there's a lot of layers to that, right? Because I think there's even even in the past rivalries with Rick and how much Rick and the president have have gotten at each other. There's also like a, a mutual respect almost of like, am I a peer to this person? Am I better than this person? Right. Almost like gauging themselves and 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 put, putting some of their own self-worth in their ability to one up the other. Right. And then to another layer, you have this romantic side of the president where he is pursuing Dr. Wong and trying to get female attention and approval in a ro romantic relationship. And then obviously the political statesman of the president trying to get the nation's approval. And so there's, it's just all of these different like facets of him not being, you know, comfortable with himself and, and having to seek that approval in everyone else to the point of assimilating his own hive mind uh, to force them to approve of him. Yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah. And, and we've, we, we've seen glimpses of that even with, with Morty, right. Where the go with the lightsaber episode, he, him, him wanting Morty's acceptance over, over Rick's is his approval. And yeah, he, he backstabs him eventually not with a lightsaber. Cause I would kill him unless you're uh, a Ahsoka episode two where the one uh, okay doesn't matter stabs a character and then like that character doesn't die it's sabine uh, a spoiler um <laughs> but you know like he, we've seen where the president is, is 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 like that where he wants even like on a, on a on a micro scale approval from morty or uh his cabinet or <laughs> congress or, or or whatever right um, and then the when he, news anchors, new, news anchors, Shonda, <laughs> oh shit, uh, uh, that that type of stuff. Um, and so I, I think that I think that I honestly thought that was a great way of with with unity with 100. percent I thought that was a a really cool way of 
exploring that character a little bit more, exploring yeah. the president and exploring his insecurities about needing approval from so many people. Uh, and then maybe, maybe almost like uh, from a character growth perspective, he was the one that, that learned the most from it. Right. Where. Yeah. Well, I mean, by, by the end, he's like, like, Oh shoot, maybe, maybe I need to go to therapy. Right. Like he's, he's shitting on it at the beginning. And then by the end, he's like, Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I need this. Right. And yeah. it's as much like Rick, like flashback seasons past pickle Rick all, you know, like he was avoiding therapy. We talk about the growth now that he's, he's, you know, accepting of it, but like his, his personal, you know, respect for himself, his, his ability to cope his with, you know, like, I mean, I mean, trigger warning, right. But like in the last unity episode, Rick is basically suicidal at the end of that episode. And we look at this episode and Rick is dealing with the same relationship, the same, the same, uh, what is, what is, what is the word for unity? Uh, uh a hive mind, hive mind. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and he's able to return to his garage and process that in a very different way than, than the, than what we saw, uh, at the end of, you know, back in season two so yeah yeah um i, I, yeah. I, I do i do and i do want to say about like the, the the therapy perspective is you know the the president gets to the end and then he goes through all this stuff and he goes through the 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 seasons that we've seen him in <laughs> shonda references all all of the the events that yeah. have gone on right even even the turkey people and whatever like <laughs> <laughs> like it's so, so cool for like all the, those callbacks just to say like how shitty a president he he's been. Um, and so, and then like his, his final rejection is is doc, Dr. Wong and him going through all this and being like, he he's gone through such shit where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe I need, maybe I need to, to talk to somebody, uh, after all this, which I mean, that's that, I mean, that's, that's how it, I think that's how it is for, for a lot of us. Like we have to go through some shit before we're like, you know what? Okay. Maybe, and, and, and maybe like in the back of, of our heads, we're like, you know what? We should probably really talk to somebody. We should talk to somebody. Uh, yeah. and, and it, it's hard until we go through, uh, some kind of, um, what a catalyst, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I talk, yeah. I talk, a can, a canon event. As like, as they would say in Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, streaming tomorrow on Netflix, ooh, not sponsored. Nice, nice. Not a sponsor. Uh, I, 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 the last last thing I'll say about that is like I, I have somebody close to me. It's not me. I, I promise. Uh, who, who, like, his name sim- is Randon. <laughs> uh, it does, it does start with an R. But like, where they have, have, like, they have gone their entire lives, where they're like, they have gone through being uh i i know this is going to sound like i'm talking about myself but i'm i'm not i i swear they're 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 introverts they're they're shy their whole life they've they've been this way and they they're like they've been pushing it off and then something happens in their life whether it be uh, health or or social related that they're like they just they just can't fight it off anymore and you know they they tell me like 
uh, I need to go see a therapist. Like they're just something that breaks in, 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 in folks. And I don't, honestly, I don't think therapy is bad. I don't know. No, because I go. No, that doesn't matter. That's well, not the point. And I, I think there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> that look at this episode and they're like, oh, Dan Harmon just wants to talk about therapy for a half hour. I want, you know, high concept sci fi rigmarole. Yes. I, I hear you. I hear you. But <laughs> here's but, an alien that is a hive mind that we talk about yeah you, at this you, we did get an episode with a, a, a puke heavy hive mind that takes <laughs> over the the state of virginia right like we did get that um but i i think that the way that this show has dealt with therapy has 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 dealt with the topic of mental health and taking care of yourself and uh being open to to growing and working on yourself and, and improving um, I think it's really good. And I think um, if if anybody watches this show and goes, hmm, you know, <laughs> I'm dealing with some things and maybe it'd be good for me to talk to somebody like I think that's great. And yeah. if it means yeah. like you didn't like the episode as much listener unity, as we <laughs> like to call you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but like I I. I I don't think that dealing with this topic takes away from the show at all. If it, if it if it even puts like the smallest seed, like like a like a strawberry seed of it's like stuck right between your teeth. Yeah, and, and then, you, then you take it out. Like I, I've got like a, like a little uh, crevasse in one of my molars, and I always get like a a, a strawberry seed stuck in there. I'm like, yeah. If you take plackers, if, man. <laughs> similarly if you have a uh, 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 strawberry seed stuck in there and you take it out and you're like you know what I'm going to dry this out I'm going to plant it and then it blooms into like a strawberry plant right and and that and that strawberry plant is, is therapy good if this episode is that strawberry seed in your tooth fan friggin fantastic <laughs> uh, other topics that get discussed in here they talk about boundaries uh-huh. Uh, boundaries between you know professional and personal relationships you know whether you're somebody's doctor or you're dating the president you know uh, there are also some literal boundaries Mm -hmm. whether that's a door to the garage or a giant dome covering the state of texas yeah lots of boundaries happening um state state boundaries yeah state of state of virginia uh did i say texas yeah i I mean some of those boundaries they're 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 just figurative travis uh, your boundaries, you know gerrymandering. Uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about Moving redistricting. <laughs> let's not talk about. Uh, uh, obviously, the state of Virginia is for lovers. We all know it. Yeah. And this this episode talked a lot about love. Uh, dealt with some romantic love. Uh, the love between the president, Doctor Wong, whether there was love there or not. The the pursuit of a romantic relationship. Uh, but also they pair that with um, Rick's relationship with unity mm-hmm. and sort of like, you know, you have you have one side of a romantic relationship where the president and Wong are sort of at the start and they're open to something, but they're not sure if there's something there. And then with the flip side, you have Rick and unity where they know there's something there that they've both felt very strongly for each other. Yeah, but it hasn't worked. And they're sort of like past it in like they're like on the other side 
of that. So so it's it's a struggle for for both couples, but at very different parts of yeah. the relationship. There, there's there's exploration versus maintenance reflection. Or, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's um yeah. It's like you know we we like my Helen, my first my, my first girlfriend ever ever in high school. Like I look back, like that's that's a that's a relationship that we had a long long time ago look at it fondly like that might be more of a well maybe not but like more of a recognition thing versus like you know somebody you 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 uh meet at the bar and you're like hey you want to you want to talk maybe let's let's see if we 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 match right and that's and that's where like dr wong through the episode is is like initially she's interested in the president's advances and then eventually yeah. she's like you know, eh, no, I'm I don't no want, longer interested in pursuing this. I don't yeah. Want, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pursue this anymore because she, she's like, no, nah, I don't. You know, she's she, she's done with it. They they're they're not compatible. Um, yeah. And uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that's really all I really have to say about that. Um, yeah, it's. I just think I think it's really interesting. Like, I think both Rick and Unity show multiple times that they still care for the other person or hive mind. Yeah. And, and, and to, to the, to the point of self-sacrifice, uh, in, in some regards, but at the end of the day, that's, it's not for the, for the point of, I'm going to do this so that we will get back together. It's some, like, sometimes, you know, you're not compatible with a person in that sort of, relationship mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean you like love them any less or like you know like it's just like so i think the 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 numerous voicemails to rick you know like unity left rick in season two but she's the one reaching out because she still cares about him even if she knows like that's not gonna work between them so i don't know i think i think there's a lot of complexity there for you know a 22 minute cartoon with vomiting, yeah. vomiting aliens. Um, I do. I do. There's I do. a lot to unpack. Like I we do. could spend another half an hour doing that, but I, I agree I with that. Yeah. There, yeah. there's, there's something, there's something more to explore there. It, that is there, there's something much more nuanced that could like, if, if this was like a, maybe a two parter or maybe like 10 more minutes, they could flesh out that a little bit more because you know, like there is a, there is a separation between the initial like courting period that the president Wong had versus yeah. a much, a much different place in a relationship perspective between Rick and unity. That is that's, they have history. We don't, we don't know all of their history. We know part of their history with the autoerotic assimilation, but we don't know the other uh, part of the history. We know that yeah. unity knows about Rick prime that's the whole reason she reached out to him. So he had to have reached out to her and talked to her in confidence about how he's, he's going after that. That is probably part of like that whole <laughs> like drug fueled bender that, that, you know, that those experiences that, that they've had. Yeah. Um, so there is, there's a clear difference with like zero history, <laughs> president Wong, a lot of history at Rick community and the exploration of, of, of the different 
different types of love, right? That that's our sub bullet yeah. for this this. Well, well, yeah, because I mean, it's not just romantic love, right? You have like friend relationships, the love between friends. Um, Rick and the president. Is there love? Is there love lost there? <laughs> like, is is that like they have a a very contentious relationship? But I think we can see through the course of this episode too how as much as they've gotten on each other's nerves or really been at odds in the end they kind of find comfort in each other because as much as they disagree the power that they hold like they they have that in common and the responsibility that they feel and like so they can kind of only confide in each other in certain things i think so yeah so i think that's what brings them back together towards the end yeah on on the on that friend relationship part uh it's it it kind of goes back into that 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 need for approval both both rick and the president have that that need for approval and like for 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 me like a very very people pleaser right and and so there is this like kind of sense that like we they always need to feel like they're perfect <laughs> like like they're they're godlike that they are they're the top of the food chain right but they yeah. also still want to be a, want uh that approval from everybody and um that ends up being like a very very lonely feeling to want to feel like you are like you are are loved by everybody because that means you don't really know if, if you are <laughs> and you don't want yeah. to admit to anybody that you might not be. And, uh, and so it's telling that by the end of the episode that the president then admits to Rick, the only other person that he can imagine feeling like he is, uh, uh yearning for approval from everybody. Yeah. I guess that may, maybe I need therapy too. Um, and, and so, you know, and it, and it just, it just takes that one person. And so friend, that's how friend relationships are, uh, with like, you know, to like be able to, to reach out to somebody. So anyway, yeah. uh, yeah. so we got our romantic love, mm -hmm. we got our friend love, and then we got friends having romantic love with each other, yeah. uh, which, which is, is like a weird <laughs> Right. So you've got Rick who's connected to Wong. He's connected to president. And then all of a sudden, here's those two separate people that are both connected to him coming together mm. to explore something romantically. Rick has two options. He can be supportive <laughs> or he can completely like be offended and hurt and try to <laughs> and try to break it up. He goes with option B in this case. Um but again, I think that's that's something where uh, that that has echoes back to the the first time we saw Unity, right? Mm -hmm. Where Rick is exploring this relationship with Unity again in a stadium full of redheads and people that <laughs> vaguely look like his father, and you know. Morty and Summer are lounging, eating burgers, watching a Mount Rushmore be carved of them. And and Summer is like completely against this. And Morty's like, ah, it's fine. This is this is good. Ultimately, you know, we see what plays out in that. But 
yeah, you can really have those two approaches. Um, Rick definitely wants to keep separate the confidence he has with his therapist. And he doesn't want to jeopardize that for this other relationship that she might be exploring uh, with a person that he's literally gone to war with in the past. <laughs> so. There's There are millions of people and he and the president chooses uh, Rick's therapist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I think is a, is a fair, is a fair point from Rick's perspective. Like, come on, man, yeah. you, anybody, and and you and you go after and you go after my my therapist. Like, what does that what does that say? Like that? Oh, I need approval from from Rick's people too. Uh, but anyway, anyway, um, I I think that is for the most part what we have as far as as, as themes going for this episode. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry if you guys uh, thought that I was uh, uh talking to you as my therapist for a second. But uh, let's go oh, ahead. Fine, this is a safe space, Brandon. <laughs> This is a safe space. It's on colleges across the nation, safe spaces, uh, as an essay I, I helped write uh, says. But anyway, let's let's get into our favorite bits, Travis. There, there's a lot. There's lots of favorite bits in this episode. Let's, I mean, there's some. There's. Lots I might have of been them. grasping at bits a little bit. Straw. Uh, <laughs> straw bits. Little straw bits <laughs> get stuck in your teeth. Um. The first one was uh, the explanation of some crazy off-screen scenario involving <laughs> a Loch Ness monster, werewolves, a leprechaun thing. Um, I don't. I don't know if I would have preferred that as something that we actually saw, or just the weird explanation of it. Uh, is, <laughs> it I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> I, I I I like that. I really appreciated that. <laughs> That, that note was uh, my favorite thing from the, the cold open. Uh, just the ex, the explanation that goes a little bit too far. And it's like, yeah, this happens. But then this happens. But then. Uh, so I, I dug that. Um, the uh, the the no <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping a bullet here. But Mr. Stabby uh, going back to some some interdimensional RSS. Uh, -esque. Yeah. Oh, a little sorry, interdimensional cable esque type. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. also in also in the the post credit where Mr. Stabby is talking to a, a Larry King alien, <laughs> but like yeah. you know they wouldn't they wouldn't come if they don't want to see it if they don't want to be stabbed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, just a little jab that the president has, uh, where where Rick apologizes to yeah. the Scientologist and says that he likes Tom Cruise, and then. <laughs> The president saying therapy's working. Keep it in your pants. Uh, that, yeah, good, good line. Uh, the the crack team that the president has put together, including Flea Flack, who might be able to tell the future. We're still waiting to find out. We're still waiting. Uh, I, theory, I, theory crafters uh, over on Reddit dot com. They say, Travis, what do they say? Uh. We like cheeseburgers. Uh, no, no. Uh, they're 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 assuming that this may point to because there were some people that were upset that there wasn't a payoff in this episode, that that there wasn't a yeti attack in the episode. Uh, they're predicting, and I'm with them, that this is actually calling ahead to something that we will see in a future episode. Yeah, uh, that we'll be able to go back and and laugh about 
flea flack. Uh, mini mini serialization. In as we say, in the promotional poster, uh, the still image for this season. Uh, it's it's the one with all the um, <laughs> like it's got spaghetti in the background. But uh, this is the image I want to. Okay, that's that's gonna start playing a YouTube video. That's not what I want. Yeah, at all. don't do that. Don't do Stop that. Stop it. Not okay. for our audio listeners. Uh, anyway, there's uh, <laughs> there's there's a it's the, it's got all the spaghetti, but there's like Rick Prime's face in the background, and then there's like uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole is mm -hmm. to one side, and then there's like a Yeti on the other side. So isn't isn't there isn't there a Yeti that that Morty is licking his nostril? <laughs> Oh, in the trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is happening. So, yeah. Flash oh. forward to a Yeti. The Yeti episode. Yeti-esque. Morty's licking a Yeti-esque nostril. Uh, so, we'll see if Fleet Flack is actually able to tell the future on a future yeah, episode. We're, wait we're waiting to find out. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The last... So, the when they go to Virginia, the president and Dr. Wong uh, going to the mayor of Virginia... Uh, and and Virginia saying like you can't can't come in here, and Doctor, and then and then saying the last time a state talked that way we had to have a whole thing. They ask and, and then Doctor Wong says, and this time the other side has nukes, which yeah. is which is also true, which is which is true. It's a fair statement, it's fair. You know if if it's, if old Abe Lincoln had some nukes, I mean this whole slavery thing would have been done years it's ago. It's an effective deterrent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the nuclear um, triad. <laughs> it's the nuclear surety. Let's uh, break it down. Uh, <laughs> I really like the kind of throwaway line when uh, they go into Virginia and they all start puking in each other's mouths. And the president just says, wait, you're all just drunk? <laughs> like... <laughs> As he's trying to process the situation, I thought that was good. I do, I do, I do love that the, this this line that Rick, are you in a relationship with the population of Virginia? <laughs> that we dated. That 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 line is is wonderfully executed in and of itself, and I and I, and I love it. I, I laugh at that one. Uh, I wrote in here something about Rick's business metaphor, but I've already forgotten what that's referring to, so it's no longer my favorite bit. No, yeah. no. Uh, okay, you, so you have civil war, baby, uh, with the president in the helicopter. But that's not the, that's not the line that I really love. Out of that it's like, oh, I thought it was suppressive fire. Yeah. <laughs> that fire him. was supposed to be suppressive. Sorry, <laughs> he's shooting into the crowd and just killing a bunch of unity controlled people. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. It's so bad. Uh, as Unity is explaining what would happen to the uh, the members of the hive mind that were cut off under the dome, uh, Rick scolds her, saying, "You made a PowerPoint." Um, but she wanted to she wanted to show how important it was, and, and, and there's no way to show how important something is without making a PowerPoint. And let me just shout out to all of those PowerPoint warriors out there. Look, you are the real MVPs because PowerPoint people make fun of PowerPoint, but it ain't easy all the time, especially if you want like solid animations. If you, you got to work on yeah. the timing, right? Because sometimes if you, if you go to the next slide and you're in the slideshow and the timing's off, like 
maybe like your third or fourth bullet will show up before the first bullet and then everything is messed up. And then if you forget that there's there's a uh, timing, a- animated timing for like, you know, bullets sliding in from left to right or like dissolving into it, you might be like, oh, shoot, um, there's supposed to be something here on this blank slide. And then all of a sudden, like 10 seconds later, it, it appears. If you don't remember that, it's going to make your presentation feel very disjointed and it's not going to get your message across. So shout out to Unity for making a solid PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, kudos. <laughs> uh, also, a big shout out to the reporter who was covering uh, the president hive mind as as the, the barrier went down. I just love his energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. as the, All these people are, you know, running towards us. Simultaneously. Heartfelt, <laughs> almost disgusting kisses. And now the kissing people are kissing other people. Ah, the wave of affection is headed in all directions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I love the president. He's great. President, president, president. Yes. You know, you, you don't, uh, I'm looking down here. Uh, so I'm going to throw this one out there. When the first time we meet Shonda and the other TV anchor and uh, he's like, I want to pass it to Shonda. And then she immediately talks shit about the president and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that, that. Oh shit line it got got me and Chelsea. Yep. Yep, that one's really good. Uh there's there's a moment where Morty comes into the garage uh after Unity leaves. Uh and Morty's like, "Oh, it's about Unity." Rick says she's gone and I don't care. Uh, as soon as Morty says, "I think she's back." Rick like immediately turns around and has that like dumb Rick face with like the like the like swoopy lips or whatever and stuff <laughs> like like huh like yeah. immediately from going saying that he doesn't care to immediately does, showing how much he care. does actually care um i thought that was that was pretty good <laughs> uh, uh i also like rick's therapist straight up telling him he's wrong yeah uh when in the conversation with uh with unity when they're on unity ship uh i thought that was good uh the uh, much much as a a metaphor for zombieism, <laughs> when when Unity gives up everybody, everyone pulls out their cell phone, gets in traffic, and looks up the top ten literally popular things to low key love. Um, which how 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 accurate is that? Yeah, I'm gonna go back to that's X. our society. <laughs> um, and then obviously the line at the yeah. end: uh, "Don't take this the wrong way." but I think I might need therapy. Yeah. Um, Wrapping up an episode that if I'm being totally honest, will not go down in in the history as one of the funniest episodes. I want you to be honest, Travis. I want you to be honest. If I'm honest. I mean, this is a safe space. Uh, (laughs) If you're honest. It's, I, I don't know that this will go down as, as even much of like a classic episode. I don't know that it lives up to, the original unity episode um but you know if i had to say what one of my favorite things about this episode was it's definitely the return of unity i mean unity we love you guys (laughs) uh we refer to you all the time uh, on this podcast but i think it was it was a cool character to bring back and i definitely wasn't expecting it until right kind of when the reveal happened um so yeah i think it was a cool way to bring unity back and show some of that connection to rick's past as well 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we we have on here the parallel in Rick's garage versus this episode versus autoerotic assimilation. Um, yeah, I I I, th- I thought I thought that was cool. I thought that was a yeah. a really nifty way of being like this is where he is now versus how he was back then. And if you watch yeah. those those two scenes you you kind of expect him to go into the refrigerator in the back and like be kind of suicidal but instead he's like pulling out beer right he's not even pulling out like a yeah. flask of of hard alcohol which look small improvements <laughs> he's he's yeah or or sniffing some sort of crystals or something yeah like, yeah yeah um and and and, listen, and listening to the the voice messages uh till he gets to David Miskovich um but uh yeah, like I, I, I liked, I liked that that little bit of um, the episode. Yeah, and and sort of that really solitary action that he takes in season two. He instead chooses to go and share that six pack with somebody else, right? Yeah, and he goes, he goes and spends that time uh, with the president, right? And so, um, in terms of growth, in terms of development. I, I, that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Um, not necessarily a best part, not necessarily a worst part, but an observation uh, three episodes into the season, third week without a B plot structure. Yeah. What are you, yeah. what are you, what are your thoughts on this Brandon? I, I, I know some of some of these episodes feel a little bit different, a little, um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, the show's changed. The show's not the same. But it really didn't jump out to me until I went back and was watching 203, where you have that whole B-plot of Beth and Jerry going down underneath Rick's garage and finding the the, the giant monster down there that has some form of space aids. <laughs> um, but there's like a whole, there's a whole B-plot of that episode. And yeah, that's... That's not the part of the episode that we talk about mostly when we reflect on that episode. But uh, a lot of B plots in Rick and Morty have some of the some of the our favorite stuff in it, really. And so I'm I'm curious if this is just wholly a new direction that the writer writing team is going in, where they're they really just want to focus on singular, you know, topics for episodes. Or if there is going to be some sort of back and forth and they it just so happens that these first three episodes um, aren't aren't focusing on other members of the family. Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, I'll say with the, the Jericky episode, <laughs> the Jerick trap, uh, you know, to to a certain extent, the the Morty stuff with the the gangsters, that was B plot. Right. Maybe it wasn't sure, to, maybe, to, to a degree. Maybe it wasn't a, a a grade B plot, right? But it was it was it was it was B plot, and then eventually everything comes together, right? Where Jericky sure. comes yeah. to, uh, and then so the A plot and the B plot they merge, they they synergize, and then there's a there's a uh, conclusion to to it all. Yeah, right? I guess I didn't really give enough credit to the ra- the rake situation. Well, which, yeah, which yeah. is always there, ever present. That's a that's a more of a C plot um, thing, right? Sure, um, sure. Uh, it's more of like a like a, a story envelope, <laughs> a rake envelope. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but so, but but as far as this one, yeah, like there's not a, there's not a whole lot of B plot. I would say that you know until we see the rest of the season, how the rest of the season goes, knowing kind of the behind the scenes with with voice changes and uh, you know we don't know when uh, Harry Belden came in to do to start doing a lot more Morty. Maybe he started off with yeah. episodes that were were less Morty Morty centric. Um, but we also have you know the show is called Rick and Morty, of course, but um, summer there hasn't been a whole lot of summer. There hasn't been a whole lot of Beth. So there's those characters that haven't gotten a lot of attention either. They're uh, yeah, no, hundred um, so, percent. And and that's what I'm saying. I think is that episodes in way in the past you would have sort of like a core Rick and Morty oh, adventure sure. yeah. happening, and then that would be paralleled with like. Summer having a new job or like, you know, yeah. Beth and Jerry having an argument, right? Or like, and so there would be development or there would be some sort of other thing happening where we would see the other family members. And yeah. They'd have their own sort of less dramatic or like less sci-fi type storyline while Rick and Morty are off on some crazy planet, but but I, I I think I think most of the the fan kind of cr- critique is that there's not enough Morty yet. Um, I, I I concur. Yeah, I concur. Yeah, and and going going into the Reddit, right? The the subreddit is uh, the the top comments for the discussion post for this latest episode. The first one is it's been three episodes and Rick hasn't gone on any adventures with with Morty. Uh, the the next top is where's where's morty you know the third one is of course yeah. morty um and so yeah. that, i really that, enjoyed morty's cameo in this episode it was one yeah. of the ones i saw so, the, so there's there's a there's a lot of that and I, and I do understand that but i'm also trying to understand like why why is that from a episode kind of uh release schedule um and and it's not just because like we want to tell a story that is like this 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 there's behind the scenes stuff that we all know about it that like, well, this had to influence some of the decision-making. It could have it definitely, it, this could be sort of still second, third order effects of the recast and mm. stuff like that. And maybe they didn't know if they were going to have a Morty in time or something like, but I mean, I don't know. It, I, I hope they're not making it the Rick show. Like I, it is Rick and Morty. Like I, I, th- I think, and to, a, to an extent, like it's the Smith family, like it's, it's all of them and they've all become super important to the show. So I, I still, I haven't lost faith in the writers. I haven't lost yeah, faith in the, in the showrunners. Like I, I, I definitely think we'll get there, but it's just, just an observation <laughs> in, in, in the early, early part of the season. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 for sure. Uh, th- so uh, I want to I want to talk about a a a. We didn't write it down. Best worst parts. One thing I I took a little bit of an issue with Travis, you know, and we'll, we'll you know we we'll, we won't harp on this for too long, but one thing I actually had an issue with. Oh, I just hit my mic. Is uh, He's real the, fired up, everybody. <laughs> is the the Rick? I know this betrays therapy, but I think you're wrong. That that part, I I I kind of have an issue with, right? Because 
I know what we're talking about it on an on a like a, a United States scale where he made a mistake and it caused a, a major issue. Um, but like, is is he wrong? That that's that's the real question here. Like, is he wrong to have been like, she hurt, she broke my heart, she dumped me. I'm going down to be like. I don't need to listen to her voicemails because I need to understand, like, I need to be, I need to know who I am and I need to respect myself. And she's the one who, 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 who left me. Right. I understand she cares about me, but like, why, why would I pick up her messages or, or listen to her messages? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and so like for, for Wong to say, Rick, I think you're wrong. is like that, that kind of, and she even points it out like that betrays the therapy point of like trying to understand like what are the motivations for all, every everybody that that's in therapy like why are they making those decisions it's not because they're bad people it's because they're making decisions that are the best for them at the time that they're making them yeah i'm not i'm not going to i'm not going to tell you you're wrong uh see look you're a better therapist than Walt. no i'm not saying so well well <laughs> Susan Sarandon. How do, feel, how, how do you feel about eating your own shit? <laughs> <laughs> every every Tuesday and Thursday, I have I have Tuesday and Thursday shit night. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, I I do find it interesting that if Rick had just listened to his voicemail, the entire arc of this episode goes away. Like if he had listened to his voicemail and just heard what Unity was saying on the voicemail, not even responded necessarily. Like he would know she was in Virginia. He would know, uh, like he would know all of those things. So, um, but, but so so let me let me ask you this, Travis. Whether or not he knew that she was in Virginia, maybe we maybe he never knew it was Unity, the president. Uh, he he gets he gets absorbed into Unity. Right. Yeah. Why is she, why is she doing that at that point in time? Why is she taking over the whole of Virginia? Why is she taking over anybody? Why is she doing it? Any because she cares against because her she cares, Brandon. <laughs> because she, because she cares because she's doing what she thinks is right in the moment. But that to to say that like none of this would happen if it, you know if Rick had just listened to his voicemail. Well, she didn't have to make those decisions to, to put true. them in that position. It's true where the president would eventually take over the hive mind and everything like that. And I think this is a great time to talk about our <laughs> Patreon only post show uh, for, for folks that uh, subscribe at uh, our second tier or higher on Patreon uh, catch bonus content only available at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm uh, where I have a feeling this conversation is going to continue or <laughs> Maybe we will talk about something completely different. Loki season two. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, but before we get to that, uh, we have just a little bit of time for some listener suggestions and short outs. Woo. Brandon, I don't know if you have any. I wanted to short out uh, somebody from over on YouTube. Uh, this this was this was a uh, a comment, and I'm not I'm not going to read the whole comment. Uh, that's that's what we call in a bit the biz uh, a teaser. You got you got to head over to the YouTube 
to, to read the rest of the comment. Uh, but this is from at T Bobby Electric. Uh, my cheeks and gut are still aching from the just kind of stupid laughs from this episode. It was excellent. However, I refuse to believe there's such a thing as a not amazing slash hilarious slash gut busting cheek shredding slash episode of the official greatest cartoon type program ever in the history of each universe that I've ever spent any kind of time in personally, at least dot, dot, dot. Oh yeah. You dudes are all right <laughs> by me. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. You. Anyway, uh, big thanks right. to, to T Bobby electric, uh, much more where that comes from, but, uh, go check that out over in the comment section underneath <laughs> last week's video. Right. Uh, and while you're there, leave a comment on this video. Why not? Yeah, please do. And, and let you know, let you all know that, that I'm going to try to go to the subreddit and pull out a comment that I like, uh, to then comment on the error on the air. That's a radio thing. It doesn't matter. It's a podcast. Yeah. This one is by Berto Bellamy, uh, posted 23 hours ago as of, as of right now. Uh, men will literally date their therapists instead of going to therapy. Up, upvoted 404, 404 times. <laughs> uh, so anyways, Berto Bellamy, congratulations to you. You get my, I scrolled down randomly and I found a core comment of the week. There it is. All right. Thank you, everybody that continues to listen, watch, subscribe, do all those things for this podcast. We're glad you're here. We'll be next week with another episode. Happy Halloween, if you're Ooh. listening to this uh, on, on the last day of Spooktober. And uh, yeah, hope hope you're having a safe fall, I guess. I don't know. It's getting cold here. Uh, that's it. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.